We want better schools. We want them now. Stand in our way, and you'll catch these eight black hands with Ankrum, Cole, El Mecky, and Stewart. Join us now for an hour or more of talk on education and culture. All right, folks, <laughs> what's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Eight Black Hands. I get a little tongue tied sometimes, man, because I got so many shows that's happening. And so I'm like introducing shows and I'm like, damn, I don't want to say the wrong show. But fellas, <laughs> what's happening? What's going on? Episode 99. Nine, nine? Yeah, let's you do it. Let's know? Do, I don't even know what that means, Reese. <laughs> but I know it means something. Hey, let's 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 do a check-in though. Uh Charles, how you doing, bro? Uh it's good, man. I think that I think that the pandemic is actually starting to get to me a little bit, but uh yeah, I'm good, man. I'm uh I, you know, looking for some good movies to come out. Uh and I'm 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 I just wanna tear my brain off for a little bit. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> that's what's up, bro. Um hoping hoping uh nothing but good things come your way in terms of that. Uh Reef, what's happening? Hey man, doing well, doing well, excited to be here. 99. So it's exciting, man. That's that has a good ring to it. And um glad to be here. Good to see y'all. That's what's up, bro. Uh Breezy, how you doing, bro? I feel like everybody else, man. 99. I can't believe we made it. <laughs> we made it to 99. You threw a pandemic, through hell and high water, through conversations about everything from MLK to unions to whatever. And we still here. Uh, I love it, man. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, that's what's up, bro. All right. So <laughs> um, Westward Expansion, man, that's what I'm calling it. We, we, we damn they got a network, fellas. Um, we got we got about eight shows and, and, and one show in development. How, what's y'all thoughts, man? How y'all feel? Mm. You got to call on us, brother. Yeah, yeah, but no, no, he don't. Uh, don't make him call on us here. Yeah, well, I hate that kind saying. of classroom. I hate but that kind of classroom. This is why I was saying it though, because <laughs> he planned it out so intricate down to. I don't want us. I don't want to run over. So that's true. I'm waiting that's to be true. tapped in. I, I don't want us to go rogue on on, on this show. All right, I love it. I, 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 thank you for your energy, uh, Charles. We'll start with you. Yeah, I think I, I think that there's a lot of potential there, man. I honest, I haven't been able to check them all out because it's so damn many. But um, but you know, hats off to you, and uh, you know, I, I'm interested to see what can come from this and how we can help more people. That's what's up, man. That's that's the goal to try to lift more voices mm-hmm. and, and do it in that manner. Breezy, I mean, I know you've already uh, you've always thought about this, bro. So what, what's your thoughts? There is a lot to be said on behalf of our children. There is a lot to be said about education. So that requires a lot of people to say it. Um, so we're building something I think is a family. There is a extended family. There is a, a family that doesn't always agree on everything but still can uh, uh, have what they say matter and have value. And um, man, this is a vision come true. This is, it's a dream come true. Number one, to see so many people care about our children and care about education. And for so many people to know what the hell they're talking about uh, when it comes to education is like a dream come true. And then on top of it all, to have them be black. Come on, man. I love it. I love it. That's what's up, man. That, that, you're making me smile. Hey, uh, uh, Reef, what's happening, man? What's your thoughts? Yo, man, the super producer been working really hard behind the scenes <laughs> on a whole lot of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, 
You know, I, 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 all I would, up in the video. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I would chuckle because you know he'll send all of us like texts and stuff. Like, yo, it'll just be a, a bag flyer. I'm like, yo, I didn't even know you knew them. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, that it's been it's been really cool and to see the energy in the community saying like, yo, we want to connect with Ray. I had a couple more folks, you know, uh, today. It was like, yo. Who the producer? I want to talk to him. I got an idea. I'm like, yo, slow your roll. Like, he, he busy. He mad busy right now. But, um, you know, but it's good to see. And, and I think, you know, we talked about this last week. But, you know, when Dr. King said, if you want to change the world, pick up a pen. I think in this time is also pick up a mic, pick up a pen and write, mm, pick up a mic and tables. speak, you know, and just mm. just keep sharing our perspectives, because if not, it'll get drowned out. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Thanks for that. And so uh, running in line with, with the show, because, you know, we got a lot of guests coming on. We're going to bring on our first guest. Uh, we got <laughs> we got the doctor, the good doctor, uh, who, who kicks it with me on, on, on a couple shows. And so the first show uh, that, she, that she kicks it with me on, uh, let's... let's Oh yeah. Uh... Hi guys. Before I go to you, David, shout out to my guy. Happy birthday to my guy, AOS Podcast, Doctor Vashawn Smith. You see me rocking the Grandview Middle swag right here. The Grandview Middle Bulldogs. We in the building. Um, uh, thank you for the, for the for the sweatshirt, bro. This is live right here. All right, uh, David, to you. I'm sorry. Yes, thank you for the sweat. Oh. <laughs> Y'all coming at me again? No, I just I I I was I was also gonna thank him for the sweatshirt, but then I realized I didn't have one. Oh, <laughs> so I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, so libations is a lot of fun, man. Hey, Chris, Bro, you gotta give you gotta give us a. Uh, that's disorienting as hell. I, I, I was like, wait, <laughs> tell people what they just saw, bro, because I was like, I, I, I have yes, uh, yes. So, so that was a clip from. I, I so I kind of did set it up. I said that she's with me on both on both shows, and libations is one of the shows. So now, if, if you're you teaching a that, lesson, if you're teaching a lesson, and the kids say they didn't get it, you don't say, "I told <laughs> you what I told you." You don't say, "I told you what I told you already." Hey, if you, that's not how you teach. If, you, if, you're in a, if you're in a gifted and talented class, the hell you can't do that. Yo, it's, but it's we so, black. It's certain prerequisites that you need to know before oh you come God. to this class. Hey, listen, if you if you didn't take the 100 level classes, then ain't no way in hell you gonna take the 300 level classes. That's the prerequisite. Oh you gotta God. do something to, even, to get into the class. But anyway, Lobby. Anyways, Doctor Doctor Goldilocks, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for gracing us with some sense, bringing us some sense to, to this madness. I appreciate it. No, I don't know if I'm doing that because y'all funny. Okay. Let me so, libate. <laughs> so, so, so libation, sis, like what, what's, what, what's your take on libations and like what, 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 what does it do for you during the pandemic? Oh, gosh. So it's made Wednesday a lot better. Right. I think it has made um, a space for people who need to laugh and unleash during the week is a good space for that. Um, we have serious conversation. We have silly conversation and we have outlandish conversation and all of it is welcome in that space. And we have drinks sometimes. 
Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm drinking. I'm drinking more <laughs> as of late. Hey, well, hey, Charles, you've been on the show uh, a couple times as well, man. What's your vibe with it? Uh, I enjoy it, man. I I, I like to. Um, the night that I went, I really needed it too. I needed. Um, I just needed to decompress. I needed something that wasn't you know overthinking or whatnot. Um, so I just had a good time, man. I just I just saw it as like a just going live with some friends, uh, and 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 it don't take itself too seriously. So that. That's my vibe, and 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 that's how I look at that that show. That's what's up, man. Uh, <laughs> hey, Chris, we owe you an invite, man. When you when you coming? When you coming through? I mean, how long has it been? How old is this show now? Not long. It's how not been a long show. show. Yeah, it's, it's been a long time. I get an invitation no, now. <laughs> really? Chris, really? don't do that. Don't do that, Chris. Really? Don't do that. Don't I feel like that. the show started when my when when I had a premium and now that one is in college now. Y'all y'all like, hey, you wanna come to this show? Hey, we got this show we doing. Y'all wanna come? I, we didn't invite oh, everybody. God. We worked our way down the list. Hey. But that's not true. We did not invite everybody. Um Hey, yeah, you know feels Rick, like? ain't, Rick ain't getting no advice. <laughs> he hasn't been on? Okay, good. I'm doing better. Now I feel better. I don't think I was It did not come out right at all. My favorite part is being in the comments of a couple of those shows. So, like, yes. I, I, I don't actually don't want to be on this show. I want to be in the comments. That's, <laughs> Yo, because Reef was a troll by nature. Right? I didn't want to say it. Because I like Reef. And to be fair, I don't think I was invited that day. I think I just needed it. And I think I didn't. When I said something in the comment, Ray just sent me the link. So It was like altar call. Yeah, just it just came out to the front. He just I came up to was, the front. I was having a week that week, man. Did you call it altar call? Yep, he just walked he walked in the door and came straight to the altar, sat down. I know I need to be here. <laughs> get back on script. Dr. Smith just said we're getting off script. Go ahead, Ray. Right. Right. Hey, hey. <laughs> what up, Smitty? All right, so 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 next up, and she's on here or whatever, right? And so her she has her own show. Her show is the Simply Brilliant Podcast. Yes. Right. And so we got yes. we got we got a clip for that. And then she's gonna talk to us a little oh, bit really? about her show. Yeah. Hey, the okay. clip, don't mind the clip, right? Because uh, this uh, is oh yeah. yeah. Uh, show it. Let her talk about it if we gotta do that then. This uh, guy walked up and he said he said, Damn I was that fat. And I just laughed, right? I was like, going somewhere. And my friend got mad at me. Not at him, because she said you should have told him, you know, leave you alone. That was rude. And I was like, he was just expressing himself the only way he knew how. Right. And so that was uh, can you explain what, what was that was? That was that was no. the clip. That was the, the G-Ho clip with uh, with the guy talking to you inappropriately. Exhibiting toxic masculinity, which was your first show. So, <laughs> oh, okay. So I can't see the clips because I'm in a whole new place and a whole new setup. Yeah. So if I don't look right at the right camera because it's a whole lot of extra stuff going on here. Um, I don't really remember what I said, but um, toxic masculinity is a thing. And when I was looking it up, I expected it to be one thing, but it was another thing. So I had to express that on the show as well. And it's kind of been the same thing with Toxic Femininity, which is the next show on Tuesday at 8 o'clock. Shameless plug. But um, Toxic Masculinity is real. (laughs) 
And so is toxic femininity. But I think most things originate from toxic femininity and not toxic masculinity. So, mm-hmm. yeah. about to have some hey. problems here. Because <laughs> hey, 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 everybody hey, has said that. Everybody <laughs> has said that. Everybody is like, they are coming for you in the comments. You're going to get trolled. You might be canceled after Tuesday. And I don't believe in cancel culture because as long mm. as I'm alive, I'm going to thrive. So there you go. I can't say this because I did watch that show. First of all, it was simply brilliant. So people should <laughs> go. Should, people should go watch it. And I can tell you what you said in that clip afterwards. Uh, well, I, I can tell you what you said because because I do because it was important. So what did I so, say? go ahead. So somebody approached you inappropriately. Mm-hmm. And the person that you was was with wanted you to go oh, off yes. more on them. They wanted you to, yes. and you were like, yes. "I get where you're coming from, but I mm-hmm. also get where he's coming from. I can see things, the full humanity of people." I thought that was simply brilliant. You, oh, you actually you. like, yes, you 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 <laughs> kept both people human. You made them yes. both human. Yes, and I will with women as well. Um, and I have a lot of male friends, and they always say, you know, you go hard for the men, and you'd give the women no breaks. So I've been really examining that piece about myself and wondering if it's true. But it'll come out on Tuesday, so we'll mm-hmm. see. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. Hey, listen, I bet, look, I bet, Chris I bet, is like, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. We I bet, shall yo, see. I'm gonna definitely have my troll hat on that day. <laughs> Put that hey, iron, iron head door right there. That outfit. Listen, I, I, just, I, just, I just got the run of the show, and uh, it looks like it's going to be a phenomenal show, sis. Uh, appreciate you, you uh, and the work that you're putting in. Uh, welcome to the network, because this is kind of like a formal introduction for introduction for everybody to uh, to feel welcomed and, and, and a part of something, whatever. Thank yeah. you, thank you. So, I what days and times? Huh? What days and times? It is on Tuesday, the twenty sixth at eight o'clock. Yeah, Mark your calendars, people. Is it Eastern time? (laughs) Yes, it is Eastern. (laughs) Eastern time. Is it? uh, Is that monthly or or is it a? It's supposed to be the third Tuesday of every month, but this month we got thrown off because Super Producer was super producing a lot of things. Got it. Got it. Okay. Hey, hey, listen. I take I take ownership in certain things. I got I got a lot of things going on right now, but I do try to make time for everybody and uh, make sure that everybody, and you do, you everybody do. Gets I appreciate love. it. So, sis, we appreciate you yes. coming through, plugging the Thank show, you giving for us some me. really good energy. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll check in a little bit later. All right, you all have all a right. good evening. Right, have a good night. show. Good night. Good night. Bye-bye. So, uh, <laughs> staying on 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 task here. Ah, uh, we got um. Philadelphia's finest. So let me let me just give because I gave myself some extra time to kind of plug this the way I need to plug it, right? <laughs> so um talking to Reef or whatever, right? And uh and Reef was like, hey, I got this guy. I got these guys, because Reef always has guys, because like he's like a hell of a mentor for folks that are down in Philadelphia that are on the school leadership scene uh scene. So shout out to Reef uh and everything that he's doing in Philadelphia to help kids grow and uh help leaders uh lead the way that they lead. Um, and so he introduced me to uh Robert Parker, and so uh we were putting putting together another podcast that we're gonna talk about later, uh the Three Times Dope podcast. And so Parker hits me on the side, and he's like, "Yo, I, I know I'm cool with this with you know with Three Times Dope or whatever. Yeah, this is gonna be dope. But there's also this podcast I want to do with my with my guys. It's called the Cure Podcast, and so." 
that's where Mr. Gaines comes in. Mr. Gaines, talk to us. Oh, matter of fact, no, I got a clip for the cure. You know, Boom. do silly things and participate in games and learn what, 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 what the class status is or whatever. So I'm watching this man with a mic in his hand and he's having such a, a, a profound impact on these students. I see brother, brother Gaines and, and, and some, it wasn't until later that me and the other brothers got the chance to build. Um, mm. But watching you and what your relationship was with the students and you mm. dapping them up and people showing that respect, talking to you um, while we while we on the corner during the during the let out. Yeah. Hey, you. So you had the mic in your head, man. Talk to us about the cure. <laughs> hey, uh, it's, it's a prim, uh, privilege to be in this space with you, brothers. Oh, Mickey, I'm looking forward to connecting with you. We haven't mm. connected one on one yet, but um. Yeah, that's a a very humbling clip because that was a segment of time with uh, men that we did uh, life together. So we uh, you can imagine four educators um, at a charter school, teachers, administrator, deans, um, connecting with students and, and really realizing that education is enough, but it's not enough. Right. That education does matter, but comprehensively, the whole person spiritually, uh, it matters how we're connected with these young men. Mental wellness, uh, job placement, mentorship. Um, So you had this collective, those men on that on that on that screen that you just saw. It was great to be able to have them on the podcast. But we're one of several uh, men, particularly in Philadelphia, doing really, really good work. And we realize that we're not the cure. You know, that's the kind of play on words. Uh, we are the cure, but we're not the cure. The conversation is a cure. The mic, you see the merch right here, the Cure Merch uh, podcast, <laughs> uh, plugging it, absolutely. Y'all work uh, fast. Y'all work fast. <laughs> listen, come, come check us out, second Thursday, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, if you want to get some of the merch as well. But it isn't just the fact that we're working fast. It's this reality that we've been working for some time, right? Mm-hmm. And I have to be honest with you, I come to this space heavy because there were 499 homicides in Philadelphia last year. Mm-hmm. And, and to this point, there are 33 homicides. Out of that 33, there are two of our boys who got killed last week, right? Um, so we come to this to this Cure podcast really with a heavy burden. Like We need to center our young men. We need to center their voices. We need to empower them. We need to amplify the good work that they're doing because a lot of them are really hurting. And we are, we're, we're just some men who, uh, in many ways, God has allowed us to use. He used us to do some really good work, and we continue to do that good work with these men. Yeah. Hey, I'm seeing in some of the comments, uh, people talking about the Cure and their merch. So the Cure designed their own merch. Uh, so don't come for me because uh, that's their own production. <laughs> that's us. That's us. To your point, Elmeki, you were talking about the mic. So, you know, we have the mic right here, but you also have to be a good listener, right? Uh, it isn't just having to be able to amplify, but you got to listen to what's happening among the people. And that's what we want to do. We want to amplify the voices of the people who are with us. So we're really excited. And I just want to thank you, brothers. Again, we went from fans to now being a part of the family. Really appreciate being able to amplify mm. the voices, not in Philly, but across this nation. Yeah, that's dope. I mean, that little clip, I mean, it really just doubled down on this idea of relationships and love for children, right? Like you're talking, but children are coming out and speaking to you, engaging you, and it's back and forth. And it's this, it's this mutual respect, right? Like that every school should be, you know, uh, 
you know, developing and nurturing, right? Like in that culture that you're trying to establish. Uh, and, you know, outside is, uh, you know, like we got to do better. Like I, I, they're getting shot down um, for a lot of different reasons, but, you know, we got to be, we got to be there to support. Yeah, 40% of those of those shootings are, are teens from last year, right? Mm-hmm. Teenagers, right? And this reality that 80% were people of color. So we're not afraid to have the conversation around how race and ethnicity and culture impacts the classroom, not just, not just outside the classroom, but also pedagogy. And what are we going to do about it as educators leading in our different spaces? So a hey, shout out to Ray. He's been killing it with us. Uh, you make us look good, Ray. Uh, so hey. we really appreciate just being on this platform. Uh, he got the he got the Philly beard, the Philly scully. He got the nice fireplace in the back. Yeah, you know I'm saying oh, that's my wife too. Shout out to my, my, my bride. This is her workspace. Nice, um, but nice. yeah, true Philly. Hey, hey, there was a, hey, there was a clip from that episode, right? And it was like, and you had shouted out your wife again, which I want to commend you for because that's dope, right? And you was like, shout out to my only wife. And so I started thinking about something like, damn, what does that mean? <laughs> Look, I only got one. But no, that's actually one of our episodes. He said I only got about, one. <laughs> look, look, we listen, and I'm proud of I'm proud of uh, my brother. These these men, these mm-hmm. our young men have never seen that. They've never seen family. They've never seen a fireplace. No, you know, they've never seen gathering and connecting in this way. And we want to show them, look, we in the classroom, we on the block. Come in my house. Come to my church. I'm gonna get you a job at where you know where I'm at right now. You know, I have the privilege of being a head of school right now. Like, look, we we care about you not just when you graduate. It's it's, it's for life when you're when you're with us. So mm. that's what's up, bro. Hey, so talk to us about this next episode. Woo! You want to tune in? Um, it's gonna be February the 11th. It's called the Body Count. Um, and I have to tell you, it is going to be, I'm, I'm, I'm actually getting the tissues ready because again, as I just told you, we just lost a young man, 22 year old young man last week. And, and this reality, this, this mindset, this, this, uh, this, I would say stronghold of you need to have clout. You know what I mean? You gotta, you have to take a life. You have to do something, uh, big and bad, defining manhood, defining, uh, what it looks like to have uh, a sense of masculinity, but also with my mind authentically being myself. So we're gonna we're gonna go in many different directions. We're gonna talk about uh, relationships with females as well. But we're excited to have our women and our students on our on the podcast. Uh, we have some mental health experts who have been with us from the beginning. They're going to be sharing uh, their from their vantage point. So we're we're really excited. Really excited. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Hey, listen, I'm proud of you guys, man. Hey, listen, and 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 I'm I'm so proud of you because you stepped up. Like, who did you step up? Like, man, you stepped up like Tom Brady, QB one, right? Because at first you was you was kind of you was trying you, you was playing he just the back. insulted you, bro. He just I was about to say you got mastered the wrong analogy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he just insulted you. Man, the Eagles are never going. The Eagles are never going to a Super Bowl ever again. You uh, we may we may I, need I to don't. talk about this, uh, Mickey. We we may need to talk, brother. Come on now. This this is that masculine test. Uh, uh, toxic masculine masculinity. Toxic, yeah, toxic masculinity. <laughs> this was just talking about. This right here on this yeah. show. No, this right here needs a cure. This, this right here, this conversation needs a cure. Right. I'm bringing all that New York nasty talk about mm. some more. Hey, bro, all I'm all I'm saying is this, right? Like when we were talking prior, you were kind of trying to play the back, but you don't have a voice. 
that yields the background. You need to be out in the front. You need to be out leading because your voice is a powerful one. And I was just trying to give you props. I appreciate that. You know, and it, and it's and it's real. It's a privilege for me to be on the podcast with the men that I am. You know, shout out to Bay, shout out to James, shout out to Parker. I see Dre heavy in the comments. Dre, Dre's in the comments. Uh, we talked before, but you know, the, the sense of humility, right? Listen, I'll play, I'll play the background. I know God has called me to lead, so that's going to happen, right? But at the same time, how do we empower others to do good work? That's what we're about. We want to see, like, I know, I know I have a platform. Now, just like you brothers are doing, hey, you bring others on, right? You you model it so well. You bring others on to do good work. And that's what that's what we want to do as well. So shout out to you. Yes, don't disrespect Philly because it will be a problem. <laughs> hey, bro, thanks for the check-in, man. Uh, love and respect. And uh, we'll get up soon, do that run of show. All right. Um. All right, so fellas, next up, uh, we got uh, the ladies because you know we've been getting a lot of heat. Like, oh, it's all, all, all we see is men. We don't see any, any, any uh, women. And so you know, we had to come up. We we, we had to let, let the sisters come vibe with us. Ladies, how y'all doing? Doing well. How are you guys? Doing all right. Good and so evening. you know, for the folks that are listening, this is the Hers Podcast. Two out of the four members of the Hers Podcast. We got a little clip for the for the Hers Podcast. Let's see what Stand we Stand around with your cup in your hand and like act like you're dancing a lot. But there was a running man. The beginning, the twist. They always had names. I mean, I yeah. The dog comes down and says she could do a mean mashed potato. (laughs) (laughs) So, hey, ladies, y'all give me really good energy and really good vibes. So, talk to us about the Hearst podcast. Yeah, so we're excited. Other than making fun of my dancing skills, which we we do spend a lot of time on, we're excited to share a uniquely female perspective on the latest stuff that's going on in the news. Um, not strictly education. We kind of are pretty comprehensive in the stuff that we tackle, but we um, are excited to just bring another voice to the family that's uniquely feminine. Mm, that's what's up. Yeah, we're Chris. really excited to just kind of touch on education, but what I'm really excited about is that we're just like so much more than that because I think that goes into everything. But um, I think that it's exciting to be able to hear what's going on from just female perspective. No offense to men. I live in a house with four men. I have three sons, one husband. I am like all the men, all the testosterone. But then powerful and brilliant about even like sitting in a Zoom with those women or just like emailing and I'm like supposed to do something and I didn't. There's just something amazing about really just being part of this group of women. So I'm really excited to, to just watch the energy. And I wish you guys could see behind the scenes sometimes. I wish we could capture that sometimes because it's wild. It's wild. We're going to bring the after show to Clubhouse at some point. You know, yeah. we're just not ready yet. We're not quite there. Give us a minute uh, to try to figure it out because we, I'm baby stepping into Clubhouse. I got overwhelmed and I had to turn it off because it was pinging me every minute. So as a, as a person that has been behind the scenes in a couple of, uh, of those uh, conversations, I want no parts of it. I'm mortified <laughs> by it. <laughs> and it definitely should be behind a paywall. So... <laughs> 
list. And I think that's, that's, that's where the yeah. stuff happens now. We're excited yeah. to share our perspective and to be a part of the family with people who are warriors for children. You know, I think that's one thing that we all have in common is the work that we do unites us. And, and um, you know, we don't always agree just like everybody else in the family, but we're really excited to share our perspective through this forum. So y'all got a, a new episode coming out soon. What, what, what are y'all going to be talking about? Yeah, going to be spending a little time digging into all of these different personality um, personality studies and devices. Uh, Chris, you want to share a little bit more? Yeah, and so I also kind of want to, we're going to maybe dip into how your sun sign, your rising sign, your signs kind of work in your personality at work. I um, There's some really cool stuff with your, you know, ENTJ and all those things, how you can overlay like what your sun sign is, like what your moon, I'm really, we're, you know, I'm not ashamed to say I'm into that kind of stuff. And I think it's pretty fascinating when you start to see how personalities really do impact how we are. Um, So it should be interesting to see what happens. Definitely. I'm looking forward to it. Hey, Robin sends her love. Her internet connection is down in Pittsburgh. Uh, we told her she should have never uh, moved from Pittsburgh, to, uh, from Philadelphia to Pittsburgh, but she don't listen, so okay. it is what it is. But uh, <laughs> ladies, uh, thank you so much for coming through. Um, uh, we appreciate you and uh, cannot wait to to promote and listen to more of the Hearst mm-hmm. podcast. Thank you, guys. Have a thank good evening. You. You too, thank you. Ray, what uh, what day and times? Oh, they I didn't know if they were going off. I was trying to write down a day and time. Oh, sorry. Day no, no, time. what day and time? What, what, when can we? When when do we find y'all show? Wait, when? Oh. So we're a monthly show. We're on the third, third Monday. Wednesday. Yeah, third Wednesday each month. Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. What time? We'll, we'll, We'll get a schedule. Don't don't worry. We'll get a schedule. We'll get there. Hey, this is my bad. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll, we'll get it together though. All right. Thank you. Have y'all done the Maya Briggs? Do y'all y'all know y'all uh Oh yes. I've done it yours. times. Was it the same or did it change? Over time, it's changed. I think I was ENTJ last time I checked, but mm. I don't know. I really don't be putting that much stock into it, to be real with you. Mm. Um, that horoscopes, it's a whole I'd be like, ah, love languages, what? I'd be like, all right, whatever. <laughs> I'll do the icebreaker. I think right, mine so, was so IHOP. IHOP. <laughs> <laughs> That's what mine was. Mine was IHOP. Stack them high, bro. It was like, just give me pancakes. I'm a I'm a I H O P. Yeah, that's what I am. That's what I am. I H O P. Just give me pancakes. It's all good. Yes. Uh, hey, so fellas, this is the first first wave of shows, man. I want to get y'all individual thoughts in terms of like you know the direction that we're going, the things that you're hearing or whatever. Reef, jump in here. Yeah, I mean, you see the different the different personalities, the different you know uh, themes of the the various shows. I think one just the variety of voices. You know, I think it speaks to you know when people try to make it a monolith in our communities. You can you know very clearly see there's a diverse and broad range. Uh, but I think the common thread is that people are you know love our communities, right, and like love our children. And if that's the anchor, man, like that's a that's something powerful. So. That's what's up, bro. Uh, Breezy. I just I think it shows the depth, man. Like like the family is growing in different ways. And I love that we don't have to agree on everything. We do have to agree that our, our children are worth it. 
right? And that's the through line that you'll see through everybody coming on here. Different ways, different flavors of arriving at the same thing. How do we care about our kids? And I love uh, even before when when uh, when dudes say like you know from fans to family, like we shouldn't have any fans. Honestly, like we, fans are like fanatics. That's somebody who likes you from a distance. We should have all family. We all have a role to play. And I loved, I love this last group. They're so poised and so straightforward. And uh, I did catch their show too. Um, love it, love it. That's what's up, bro. Thanks for that feedback, uh, Charles. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm excited to hear all these different takes, especially when there's like big education things happening, like big news happening in the education world. I'm going to be interested to see, you know, it be tackled from these different groups that have different perspectives. So, you know, mm-hmm. a bunch of different folks talking about education, man, it, it, it's exciting for me. Yeah, but uh, not all of these shows are going to be talking about education, bro. They're going to be talking about things like outside of uh, outside of education. So some things will be cultural. Uh, some things will be uh, some things will be educational, you know, but it's just a, a real diverse uh diverse route to express your opinions, not necessarily embedded in, in education. Because, you know, some folks can't really talk about it as freely as we can talk about it based off of the positions that they have and, and, and certain systems that they're in. So I would never force anything on anybody. I want everybody to have their own opportunities to speak freely about the things that they feel passionate about. Yeah. So uh, in development, what, what, what kind of shows y'all think, you know, y'all, y'all are thinking about like, damn, we need this. Because I mean, like we have some things or whatever, but I mean, I know y'all have brainchilds yourselves and whatnot. So, like, brother, you you about, to, you about to bring in some more? You got some more shows, to brother? <laughs> we good? I think right now we gonna let's <laughs> We don't need to build nothing else. <laughs> Just let's get these going and get these cracking, man. I think, but I think where needs pop up, I think we'll be well equipped to uh, to when the time is right to to, to have some more. I will say this, especially since, um, like, listen, I care a lot about parents, what parents have to say. Uh, Charles works directly with young people who are brilliant and have young voices that need to be heard. So as the family grows, I mean, Sharif is really concentrating on building better educators. And uh, and Ray, you, you really work in your day life thinking about how we build better schools, not just thinking about it actually doing it. So I do think, you know, as we add shows and as we add, as we expand the family, they should be speaking from the full range of the family. We need young, brilliant people to be saying their own piece about their own lives. We need people who are thinking about building better educators to stop thinking about it, but start putting it out there so the public actually understands what it means that, you know, we have three million teachers. Not all of them are right for the kids that we're sending them every day. I hate to put it that way, but um, we need somewhat of some form of cultural dialysis where we take some of them out and put some new ones in, some new blood in. And uh, um, same thing with schools. We have lots of people that write books and do trainings on on how to improve education. But one thing that they, a lot of them share in common is that none of them are running a school that's educating anybody. So it'd be great to have more shows with people on it that have receipts for actually teaching kids um that would be my input yeah that's what's up man uh definitely gonna look look into that um reef what are your thoughts yes i mean same the same thing that chris said riley um you know the youth and and elevating them i know we've had them on a couple shows whether you know they were for other 
you know, organizations or here, right here on our, on our podcast. And so I think, you know, that for me, that's, that's the space that I'm thinking about, like, how do we uh, center their voices? How do we elevate their, uh, you know, their aspirations, their feedback and um, critiques of the system that they live in, right? Like they're the ones that's being too often force fed, you know, some old madness. And so making sure that we are uh, finding space. So definitely something that we're, uh, you know, we're exploring our, our students every Monday uh, do this in Bongi where they come together and, um, you know, on Zoom and have this conversation. And it's usually centered on the book, but also current events, all ed based. And uh, this past year, a couple of times they did a uh, like a panel themselves. So excited for you guys to meet some of them because we're going to uh, we're going to take that up to another level. So mm. that's what's up. All right. So we got we got Dr. Simmons. The the doc. <laughs> three, three, one, go. three, one, five. Yes. Did he say three, one, five? Uh, uh, I don't know what he's talking about. He, he, he never. We talking about practice? <laughs> practice. Hey, but, practice. But, 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 talking about practice. But, but real quick, uh, three times dope. Producer who's managing us right now. We had another segment. Uh, for those who don't know, I grew up in the black church, and in the black church, we believe in a God moment, and you just don't add to a God moment. <laughs> like. I feel like in this hour session, we just had like a, a God moment in which like science is all a part of that, right? I am motivated, encouraged, inspired by what these three, um, these three individuals, these three just kind of just amazing people have brought to us tonight. Like it, it came in hot, like it, it was hot, hot, hot. So, bro, coming in hot, man. That's y'all's thing. Talk to us about uh, the Three Times Dope podcast. Yeah, man. The Three Times Dope podcast. Shout out to Hayes and Parker um, for uh, collaborating uh, on Three Times Dope. It's been a blast. It's been a learning experience. Um, we've learned a lot about each other. Uh, we have uh, shared um, our own journeys in uh, education and just life in general. So um, I've just appreciated being in community uh, with Hayes and Parker, um, just as black men, but also as just caring individuals um, that I can just text with random things going on and uh, get feedback. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, the community that we built of folks who listen to the podcast, like I've had people hit me up on Twitter um, and I actually had a couple of my doctoral students uh, get really interested in uh, podcasts. Um, they wasn't quite sure how to do it. Uh, and so it's been it's been good. It's been a good journey. Um, and I, you know, appreciate uh, this group for, um, you know, hold me down. Uh, for all four of y'all and y'all wisdom and uh, the fire that y'all bring uh, to the to the spot. That's what's up, bro. Hey, so so what's coming up for y'all y'all's next episode? I know y'all in planning mode. Yeah, we're doing uh, the first hundred days of Biden. Uh, we have uh, one of the leaders of the um, Democratic Party in Philadelphia or Pennsylvania um, uh, joining us, uh, and we have uh, assembly person. Uh, from California, I believe, that we're uh, bringing on. Um, and we have uh, a surprise guest that we're still working to see if we can get a particular media personality uh, to join us uh, after her show on CNN. So we'll we'll see uh, if we can uh, pull that off. Uh, but we're excited about that. One of our future episodes is going to be about what's the role of philanthropy in the Black community. Um, and so we're going to bring that uh, to the set uh, here uh, in March or April. Um, and so we're, we're excited. That's, that's what we have. Uh, that's what we have planned. 
Bro, so y'all have been bringing on some real A-list people on y'all show, man. Y'all got like three shows. Y'all done had superintendents. Y'all done had doctors come on and talk about COVID. Man, y'all really doing it up. What's the secret sauce in terms of y'all getting these guests? I mean, I think that uh, we remain committed to bringing voices uh, to the people who are experts um, in their field, right? And I think it's important uh, for us to bring uh, those who know the work, uh, not talk about the work. Um, You know, you got folks bumping their gums about COVID education policy, but like they don't, that's not what they know, right? And so if I want to know about charter schools, I'm going to go talk to my sister, Naomi Shelton, uh, to talk about it, right? Mm-hmm. And we try to bring experts in the field um, to uh, to the community to talk about the work. So that's really important to us. Um, and we try not to focus strictly on education, right? And I think that that's important to us as well. Well, that's what's up, bro. Thank you so much for coming to kick it with us, man. And, and, uh, and, and plug three times dope. We appreciate you, bro. Uh, looking forward to checking in and, and my phone no blowing up from that chat. <laughs> no doubt. I'll let y'all take care. Right. Yeah, and Ray, Peace. I don't want to keep, I was going to ask, you know the question I was going to ask, but it seemed like you got a plan around that. So I, I'll stop asking that question, brother. When is I just want to know when I can find them so I can put it in my calendar. Yeah. When is yeah. The So show? we will allow you to calendarize it. I will get you guys a spreadsheet of the dates. You don't have to ask that. No, no, listen, no, no. What I'm saying is, people in the is I'm asking, but it's people in the, that the fans want to know. They want to lock it in. They want to, you know, what I'm saying like people are yeah. asking in the, in the comments right now. Three All times right. dope is the first Tuesday of the month. First Tuesday of what time? A month. Eight o'clock. All right. Eight o'clock Central. Eastern Standard Time. Got it. No. Coming in hot. Coming you in don't stop hot. asking about that Central Time. <laughs> See y'all later, brothers. All right, bro. Peace, peace. All right, peace, man. All right, uh, so next up, y'all gonna love this, right? Y'all gonna love this. This is amazing. I, I'm most proud of this. <laughs> so <laughs> we, we, got the, we got the three woke aunties in the building, right? And so, uh, you know, uh, if, if y'all calling me the super producer, the super executive producer is Mama Toya. So Mama Toya, uh, talk to us about how this came about and what was the thought process behind this? Well, to be, to be honest, the first thing I said was, right, I have an idea, right? But actually where it came from was Maya. A few um, episodes ago, Maya talked about lineage. And she said she wanted to see the Black hands look at our lineage. And I'm thinking like, you know what? As an auntie, and I have family, and I'm thinking about my lineage, I'm like, the first thing I want to do is make sure that my children don't make the same mistakes that I did when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Right. So I need to bring them resources. I've been listening to these parents and and I just think my voice needs to be out there. Besides, I, I, I'm the wind beneath y'all feet. That's what I'm <laughs> You know, I'll never forget that. So That's I'm just right. going to be the wind. And y'all need three woke aunties on the show for sure. Mm. We're going to keep it real. Well, keep it real. That's what's up, Auntie Nate. You always dragging me in these comments and stuff. Talk, talk, <laughs> talk, talk, talk to us. What, what, what the three aunties gonna do? It's time to put the healing and educational wealth back into the communities. We got to stop keeping it for ourselves. We need to make sure we give recipes for, you know, how to be advocates. We need to give the recipes for, you know, how to have that agency. Dr. Cole, you know, that's a plug at you. Speaking agency, I was, I was against it at first, but now I'm all with it. So. We just have to give out those recipes. It's time for healing. That's what's up, Auntie Nay. Uh, 
Um, oh, I'm 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 overworking my super producer. I'm sorry, super producer. Um, Sister Wells, how are you doing today? I am blessed. How are you? How are you guys? Hi, guys. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 yo, look at this. Swag. You see the swag. You see the. Yes, you see the you see you see, yes, I do. So, uh, so Sister Wells, what 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 you gonna do with the aunties? What what you, what you what's your what's your ad ad your value ad? Well. So we want to bring, we want parents to be able to feel empowered, informed, and engaged when it comes to um, knowing the power and the and the the agency behind our voices. Like somewhere along the way, we've been brainwashed into thinking that we don't have power or say in how we educate our kids, and we're here to say that nah, that's not how it's working. Uh, we want to do for Black and Brown parents what you guys are doing for black and brown educators. We want to make sure that they have the advocacy piece. We want to make sure that they know how to band together, to organize, and to make a difference in the education that our children receive. Mm. Kind of molded well, after you guys. We need to move, keep this movement going. Mashallah, mashallah. Yeah, big fan of y'all, like all the work that y'all are doing, and I'm I'm excited about your your show. This is this gonna be really dope. Hey, you know, we got some tech expectations and stuff, Mama Toya. So I hope that every I see you look I see I see that background. I see you looking all amazing. Know, stuff, right? Right? Like, yeah. Hey. We gotta make sure everybody everybody's vibing the same way. You know, you can't be looking uh amazing and everybody else, you know, we gotta get this thing right. Mm. Our first show is going to be about bringing civics into the classroom. Mm. Yes. And, our, and our show will be, our guest host is going to be Christina Laster, of course. Mm. And then um, it's going to be February 1st, that Monday, the first Mondays is our show. Mm. Tell me the time, time, right? Please just tell me the time. I think you should be telling me the time, but if it's the first Mondays, then eight o'clock seems to be the go-to time. Eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Um, school board members too. That's a big thing. We we all serve on school boards. Mm. So we 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 know the deal. That's dope. Mm-hmm. That is. That yeah. is. I'm I'm super excited about this. Uh, and uh, yeah. I'm glad you guys were able to come on. I love the energy. Um, you pushed me, Mama Toya, because like I was like, I was to my wits in. I was like, you know what, man? I'm dissertating right now. I'm working on a proposal. I'm sending out emails. I'm trying to solicit black male school leaders to try to get down with the study or whatever. But like the energy that you brought to me, I was just like, you know what? I got to do this show. Like I, it, I have to do, you do so much for us to where there is no way in hell that I could not produce your show. Like I, I just I had I had to do it right. I got one more, but that's it. But yours, I had to do it. I had to. But so think it, about what your dissertation's on. What's it on? My dissertation is on uh, parent engagement in urban charter schools through the lens of black male school leaders. Is what yes, my dissertation yes. is on. So yeah, that could be a that's a show within itself, right there. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, but I'm not looking to do any more shows. I'm good. Um, <laughs> but we're gonna work with what we got, and we're gonna make it powerful. We're gonna make it like MSNBC. We're gonna we're gonna do it like that. So thank you so much, uh, ladies, for y'all's time and y'all's energy that y'all about to put into this. Uh, really, really uh, appreciate you guys. Thank you for having thank us. Thank you. No, thank you. I'll thank be watching. Good night. All right. Good night. Good night. 
so Reef, man, I know that's the one for you, bro. Uh, tell me why. Listen, man, they, you know, they, there are certain families, you know, and it's a lot of folks, but, you know, there are certain folks that, you know, uh, from day one, they have just this long history, um, you know, of advocating for fighting, not only for their children, but for the city's children, for the country's children. And, and those women, man, they have just been, you know, uh, fierce advocates and they love the community, man. Like they, they remind me of old school folks where they just like, Oh yeah, no, not, not on my watch. I'm going to give whatever I can. And I'm going to support these, uh, these children, these babies, and I'm going to hold everybody accountable, you know, us too. Right. Like they're not just outward facing. They also look inside the community and, and push and challenge us. And they've done that with us when they the eight black cans, et cetera. So um, just really grateful for, uh, you know, for those three sisters, man, they, they are amazing forces, uh, you know, individually and <laughs> collectively. Yeah. And so, Charles, man, I know you're a huge Mama Toya fan. And Chris, I know you're a huge Mama Toya fan as well. Mm-hmm. Like, what does it mean, like, seeing her finally, uh, as, she, as Charles, uh, as, as they gave a uh, shout out to Charles about their agency, finally expressing her agency to be able to come and advocate for parents? Like, what does that mean to you? I mean, I'll, jump in. I'll just I'll say uh, Mama Toya all of them have already been doing expressing their agency without us. They're the most consistent voices that we see. They show up on all, all the time. The thing that I love about this being called the three woke on aunties uh, um, <laughs> is I don't know how y'all families are, but in my family system, aunties are everything. Like they make the world go round. They like they they will stop you from getting a butt whooping. Sometimes they will make sure that you have a place to crash when your parents throw you out. Like aunties do all kinds of things. This is just my own history. Me, I've been giving up too much. But um, but when we're getting dragged, when we are out here saying having our say and all of a sudden the institution, people from the institution come for us and call us everything but children of God. Guess who it is in the comments that are saying, no, not today. Not today. You, you're not going to attack the people that are out here saying the good thing for our kids. It's our aunties and, and Mama Toya's of the world and others who are relentless. So that's how I feel about it. Yes, they should have a platform. Good for them. That's what's up, bro. I'm glad it's our platform. Charles, what are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, I, you know, I love me some 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 Toya, man. So uh, whatever Toya wants to do, she has my full support and I would be there to support in any kind of way. I think she is brilliant. I think she is always knows right the right time to send a message of encouragement or to put us in check or whatever the case is. So, um, and, 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 you know, Toya means a lot to me in, in a very special way. So. I'm very happy for her. If this is what she wants to do, I'm I'm a thousand percent behind her. Yeah. And and the rest of the the, the team, you know. But mm-hmm. but you know, Toya, Toya, I have a very special relationship with her and I want to see her as happy as she can be. Bro, the best the best podcast uh, ideas is when folks reach out to you when they already have like an idea. Oh, night night. Somebody likes Reef. Somebody. Yeah. I got <laughs> I got I got a bunch of them little ones. You know. Yeah, what I, mean? you, right? I, saw, I saw that family portrait. I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I got some other questions too, but we'll get to that. All right. So next up, you know, because we're gonna have a little bit of time to unpack. But uh, next up, we got AOS in the building. You so so AOS is special to me. Um, uh, they're a podcast of school leaders. Uh, one's in Alpha, one's in Omega. 
and one is a Sigma, right? And so they're, they're the AOS podcast uh, collectively. And the reason why this means so much to me is because this was the first spinoff that we had added to the to the network, to the Eight Black Hands Network. Uh, they came to us via our pa- our patrons, right? And so, you know, I, I, I reached out to them. I'm like, hey, you know, let's do a podcast together. Then, you know, I, I heard their voices and I'm just like, man, collectively, y'all could be real powerful. And then, you know, who knows, you know, where it could go from. Uh, where it can go from there, and uh, they were on board. So here's a clip from AOS. Smith has his uh, BMESTL. You know, he has that network, but we have to create those. We have to build those because there just aren't enough of us uh, in in this uh, in this uh, sector of education. So can y'all talk to us about um, what you do? and why your organizations are so important to increasing uh, Black educators, Black male educators uh, specifically. Yeah, so that was their last episode when they were talking about increasing the 2% of, uh, of Black males, part two. So, Ball, man, talk to us about AOS Podcast. Where y'all going? What y'all trying to do? Yeah, a uh, huge shout out to my co-hosts, uh, Dr. Smith and uh, Dave McGuire. Uh, we, you know, as you said, we, we've come together and, and your brainchild uh, putting the connecting with us each individually and bringing us together because we had no connection uh, prior to you bringing us together. We've been together since July and it has been a great experience because we're all three building principles and we all have our unique experiences. We bring that to the show and it's about creating community. It's been really cool to bring in members of our community uh, to speak, whether it's teachers, whether it's our assistant principals, we brought our scorers on, so they can share their experiences in education. And I think, you know, I really feel like it's professional development for anyone that is a black male educator or wants to understand the perspective of black male educators. Uh, so just so all the listeners know, we are every other Tuesday. Our last episode was this past Wednesday where we talked about uh, increasing the 2% of black males in education. We were honored to have uh, uh, Almeki on, and it was uh, an amazing show. It was fire. I mean, I was getting feedback uh, from those folks. There was just so much knowledge dropped uh, in that in that episode. And, and it's been a fun ride. I mean, we've been, we were on on the 6th of January. And so, you know, we had to pretty much scrap what we had planned to talk about, you know, how that was impacting us and how we were going to support our teachers when they came to school uh, the next day and to be prepared to talk to our students about it. Uh, next up, uh, we are on the uh, 3rd of February, uh, episode 15. Uh, we're having, our topic is all I need, and that's equity implementation in the schools. And so we've got uh, two guests that are equity coordinators, equity specialists, and going to help us, uh, you know, bring that knowledge about how we uh, create spaces uh, for, for our students and for our staff. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Hey, listen, teammate, it is exciting, man, to, to, to hear you. Uh, because like, you know, when, initially when you got started, you was the shy guy, right? <laughs> you were playing the back. And now it's like you the QB1. Man, I love it, man. I love how uh, that enthusiasm for the work that you're doing has, uh, has, has come out. Um, it's infectious, bro. So, uh, realist education movement. The Slimmy King is in the comments. Um, yeah, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm excited, bro. I'm excited. Yeah. And so, um, you plug the show. Uh, you good? All right, cool. Hey, thanks for coming through. You were early. You followed the lesson plan, and and your exit ticket. You passed your exit ticket too. 
Appreciate it, fellas. <laughs> All right, bro. All right. So, fellas, this is our time to kind of unpack on, like, what you guys have seen uh, thus far and, um, and and what y'all's overall feeling in terms of, like, having a whole-ass network. Yeah, I now, mean, for, for the me, record, do we have one more still, or do we? No, so oh, I can. He he's not. No, no, no. He didn't. He didn't come on. I don't know what happened. But um, okay. Anyway, I can plug it for him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go ahead. All right. So, so we have Kyrie Shabazz. Kyrie Shabazz is a is a former principal uh, of the Success Network. His podcast is called the Uppity Negro Podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> his first episode is going to be on the thirty first, uh, right before our hundredth show. So it's going to kind of kind of be our warm up show before the hundredth show, right? And on his episode, his first episode, he is talking. He's talking to some former students from Success Academy that are. Now now at universities and he's talking about their experiences of of, of going uh, K to 12 uh, through success and how that has prepared them for uh, their college experience. Uh, also talking about, you know, would you send your kid to a charter school uh, based off the experiences that you had? So it's going to be a real deep show. Um, from my understanding, there are people that are on the network that are trying to get the show pulled are not done. So, uh, so yeah, this is gonna be really exciting to uh, to to vibe with that episode. So yeah, wow, I don't know about all that. Wow, that sounds like some stuff. Right. <laughs> Who's trying to get a pool? Yeah, I was about to say. Um, I mean, I'll, we'll wait for the show, and then you know. Oh, all right. <laughs> okay. Wow, it's not even on yet, and people trying to get it pulled. Okay. That that particular episode, man. It, you know. Okay. But don't right. you know? Because you because here's the thing, right? You got those kids are in college now, right? And so you can't really control like their feelings in terms of like how they felt about different predicaments that they may have been put in or whatever in terms of like how they adapted to the learning environment and just how they survived, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so now you get like the true authentic. Uh, young adults talking about, you know, what their education may have looked like for them, right? And it may look totally different from how people that gave them that education think that it may look, right? Mm-hmm. But just giving them that space to do that is going to be dope. Mm-hmm. All right. That's what's up. Looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. So, thoughts? Yeah, I mean, what I was about to say was just this, um, you know, when you look at the regular media, you know, you often, you know, as far as like black owned newspapers or, you know, black owned platforms, you know, there's nowhere near as many as there should be. Um, and so when I think of situations like this or, or what the super producer and, and the community has been responding to, it's really about elevating voices, you know, um, that may not necessarily, uh, you know, be seen or be heard, but, you know, uh, they have a voice, they have experiences, they have perspectives and we can't wait for, you know, there's no reason to wait for like a mainstream or, you know, that path that's been, you know, uh, trotted, you know, this this other path, these other alternatives, these other opportunities. And I think this is what it speaks to. So, you know, this is uh, this is exciting and looking forward to hearing um, hearing the different programs, you know, um, 
soon as we get those calendars. But yeah, looking forward to it. but I've heard, I've heard, I've, I've heard. I think everybody's um, AOS has been the longest, right? Because they're the ones I've, mm-hmm. I've heard the most, right? But I've yep. heard everybody's who's who's been on, um, and I've just I've just enjoyed it. Um, you know, I think the one we didn't talk about, and it's my favorite to troll. The other ones I really try to just <laughs> listen and learn. The edgy purist is the one that's my favorite troll. Like that joins on my alarm. Like I know when that. <laughs> And sometimes Ray try to switch it up, and I know it's personal. I know he just switches it up just for me. But you know, I find him. You know, I find him. Hey, no, you are stuff, definitely man. a you are definitely a troll. Hey, but uh, there's a topic that I want to talk about on one to kind of close us out. Mm-hmm. And uh, Breezy, I don't know if you saw it, Charles. I know you you may be like adjacent to it, like the closest person to it. But uh, the uh, the 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 Chicago uh, Teachers Union man, like they are not going to school. They voted that thing down, and so. What are y'all's thoughts in terms in terms of that? You know, uh, for the kids, because that's why my title today is "Kids Need Unions." Um, I mean, I, I can start. I think. Listen, if, if if there are people, I mean, things are confusing, so we don't know if it, if it's safe to go back. To, some people feel like it's safe. Some people feel like it's not. I tend to lean more on where black black families are, and I've seen them be split both ways. And here's what I think: I think that if you feel like it's dangerous and you don't want to go back. I think that's your prerogative and I think that's your right. And I think that if families and parents and students are actually saying, hey, I want to go back, uh, but there is no school here. Uh, I think that we should give them their money uh, and let them make a decision around what they want to do. Uh, so if I want to go to a, if I want to go back to school, but my school doesn't want to go back and there are others that do, then the, the dollars allotted to me uh, as a student, uh, I think that I should have it and I should be able to make a choice and choose whatever traditional school, charter school, whatever, whatever I wanted to do. Um, and that, that's the only way I can kind of see that working. That's what's up, bro. Hey, but before we go to the next person, I just want to shout out that studio, man. Hey, uh, Super Producer, if you could put him back on the screen so we can see, just see like the <laughs> studio and like the ambiance and look like purple and gold. So there's some bros that have that that are welcome to come there. So I, 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 I take that. Oh, is that what that means? Wait a I second. Take, I, take that, I take that as my welcome to come to your studio. <laughs> you, are, you are always welcome, but let I am not Greek at all. Let me no, not. No, I know. I know. I know. Mm. Go ahead. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Let's fix that. <laughs> what's up, bro? Oh, no, I'm not done yet, man. Uh, again, I was doing this with my cousin. He had a, unfortunately, he had suffered a stroke during the process, so I had to finish a lot of it. There's still some more. You still see wires and stuff and cords, but we'll work that out. Uh, but he is at home recovering. Uh, he is. He has a long road ahead of him. Uh, and this will continue to uh, to shift. And I'll be shooting at different parts uh, because I'm doing some stuff to uh, Studio B where I normally uh, do live streams from. So that'll look a little different, too. Yeah, that's what's up, bro. Super proud of you and super proud of the work that you're doing, man. Yeah. Uh, Breezy, jump in here, man. These, these teachers unions, man. I feel like I got to change my lighting, too, now. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like I'm about to bust out and start singing Diamonds and Pearls up in here. Bro. Let me see. Wait, hold on a second. Let's see. What, what oh, my God. What are we going to do? We're going to change it up a little bit. There we go. Make it brighter. There you go. There you go. Some, some, some regular lights. Or I like Baldwin in the middle. I Just my know. first time peeping that you got Baldwin right there. So I like that. Yeah, I mean, there you go. You're about to get epilepsy looking at this. I'm saying, brother. Let me just, just stick with something. If you don't answer this brother's question. <laughs> I know. Um, so listen, this is what we do. We, 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 it feels like we're off track, but we're not really off track because here's the bottom line. The bottom line is that uh, five years ago, I was I felt very alone uh, writing, talking about 
um, my own experience as a parent talking about stuff that was going on in our local schools, just how bad we were being treated and everything. And five years later, here I am with a national family of people that care about the same thing that I care about, who are um, fearless about raising their voices and raising issues, who are informed and know what the hell they're talking about, either through experience or through some sort of um, credentialing, but have a background where they can't just be wiped away. It is my dream of dreams in five to six years to be sitting here with you brothers and to have a show full of other people that are like, you know, their family, right? They're not fans, they're family, and they're raising their voices on behalf of our kids uh, um, in a way that I couldn't have ever dreamed of like years ago. So you you throw it to a different topic, Ray, like, you know, what about these unions or whatnot? We we are on episode 90. We have (laughs) talked about these unions, like from (laughs) Oakland to Chicago to New York and everywhere and back. And we've added some levity to each one of those situations. This was no different. This is all theater. It's a it's about to be theater. On one side, you're going to have the superintendent trying to open schools because parents want them open. On the other side, you can have um, organizers from the Chicago Teachers Union who are going to go to groups of students and parents and, and specifically students whose parents are in the union. And they're going to march them to the superintendent's house to have this big theater about we don't want the schools open. Right. Uh, And it's going to be theater. So it's like it's great to have a network like this and a show like this and friends like this and family like this to be able to say, like, God damn it, we are weaving a blanket that you can't pull over our heads. Right. We are a network of people that will keep raising up the truth. We will keep saying it in every circumstance. And you can come for our you could come for our jobs. You could come for our livelihood. You come for whatever. You could take one of us out, but you can't take all of us out. And, And that's the promise of this show. 99 and all the other shows, which felt like 99 other shows that we went through tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, That's the power. So I I guess I love it all. You asked a question about unions. I don't give a damn about unions in this moment at the end of this show, because I'm feeling too much power from the people that we have just seen power, the the family in the comments and on these other shows and just in general. So I'm full, man. That's what's up. I appreciate that. Uh, uh, Elmeki. Yeah, man. You know, I, I first of all, I'm just blown away by like how many, uh, how many shows uh, and people that you've, you know, just been connecting with, um, you know, behind the scenes and and you know this network. What it, what it allows uh, people to do is is ensure that they're not silenced. You know, and we look at like just what institutional racism means. This means that there are folks who are marginalized. Their folks are on the side that they got to, you know, they try to get to the school board meetings and then they try to, you know, get to, you know, different, different places, but often their stories aren't elevated. And so, you know, again, like we need more of our own institutions, whether it's uh, our own press, our own media, our own platforms. Uh, And to me, this is an example of self-determination. As far as, as far as uh, Chicago, man, I I think, you know, as, as Cole said, there's a whole lot of, you know, uh, confusion and back and forth and this strain or that strain. And this is, you know, where the vaccines are are flowing the way that they should, all of that. And, um, you know, generally, I don't trust uh, a lot of people, a lot of adults, uh, when they say that they're putting children first. I, you know, we've seen too many historic examples when when they don't. And so to think that, oh, in this episode, yeah, yeah, forgive all the other times, but this time, trust us. Um, You know, there's a a reputation. Um, And I think that's for everybody involved. That is hard for families to really determine 
what's the right thing. But those who do, who want to, who have to, they should have the the opportunity to do so um, because there's enough uh, on both sides, right? It's enough evidence to say like, hey, you know what? If you meet these conditions, then it would be okay. But, you know, the the bottom line is, have we met those conditions? Now, if I, if I, if, if all the schools were decked out, like, uh, Ray, was that a picture of your school that you had with the plexiglass and all that? Was that your school? Is that from somewhere else? That's my school. Yeah. So like, you know, if, if all this time people had been planning that and not just, you know, not just a, a, a superintendent, but like the city, everybody who say they, they're, you know, trying to be a world-class city that looked like a world-class classroom that was trying to teach in person. Right. That is, you know, that's what people should be fighting about, you know, um, making sure that, you know, the updates and upgrades and, and the ventilation and all the other stuff uh, was being taken care of for all this time. This ain't from last month. This is from last March. Right. And so for us to be coming up on a year and you still have buildings that are just like nobody's touched them to to address them like that's you know, like that, that just rankles me to no end. So, fam. This yeah. is, I mean, when it's a win, when like unions are celebrating wins in California because so they that they don't have to teach more than an hour and a half or two hours online. Like, I mean, that's that don't sound like kid first to me. And I'm, that's not even in person. Right. That's like at least there's a modicum of like a standard that we want to make sure, especially black, black and brown kids in that in that state that's already behind are getting. You you don't catch up by falling even more behind. Um, and there are mm. folks that are not letting their kids fall behind. And, and and I could see if nobody wanted it. Um, I mean, it's just tough. Like, I'm not even talking about in person at this point. I'm talking about even with what we got. Um, and so it's it's the, the money that's tied to young people does not belong to a district. It does not belong to a school. It does not belong to a particular system. It is supposed to belong to that family and to that to, and to those children. And if we start acting like that, I think things would be a little bit different. Yeah, well, man. we should we, we should be clear about the fact right now it does belong to the system and they want to keep it that way. Mm-hmm. And it belongs to the school and to the district. And so what you just said is the revolutionary point. Like we want to get to the point where the money is not seen as belonging to the district and the teachers and the and the others. You just said several things. If you lay them all together, just like stack them all up together. They don't want to teach. <laughs> they don't want to teach full time. Right. Even in a pandemic from home in their pajamas. They don't want the schools to open so that somebody else could teach. They don't want any additional teachers coming in who are willing to do it. They want to keep them out. And they don't want you to have your educational dollars to fund your own education, to do something outside of them because they don't want to teach. They don't want to be tested. They don't want any testing right now either. Uh, They don't want any in-person schools, whatnot. And they don't want you to have options outside of them. That is the ultimate in an abusive relationship. That is the, (laughs) that is the ultimate like Ike and Tina relationship. That is, there's something seriously, seriously wrong with, I don't want to teach you. And I don't want somebody else to teach you either because you're not worth it. Right. You need to just hang tight, sit at home, shut up, support teachers, demand better pay and higher pay for us. Our middle class college educated asses. You sit your poor ass at home and wait for us to say when it's time for you to learn what you need to learn to excel in a world that has no love for uneducated people. 
And can I even add on? Because mm. when they pull our show for bulletin board material or whatever, say we the enemies of public education, listen, I'm totally okay with any, if there's any professional that does not feel safe going back into school buildings or lives with elderly folks or are afraid of the virus or whatnot, I get it. And I'm okay with that. Like, stay, like, and your job is protected for the most part. You know what I'm saying? Stay away. Do what you got to do. And in that same voice, right, we still need to find ways to accommodate and support families, parents and students that want to be getting an education, whether it be hybrid, online or in person. We too, we, we, we are too smart and too well equipped in this country to not be able to figure this out. Uh, if, if we believe half the smoke that we blow up for ourselves, talking about we the best country to live in in the world and all this. And I actually think very highly of the United States, despite all of its flaws. Right. Like then let's go ahead and find some solutions for these people that's begging to make sure that their kids get educated. And, and and if you don't believe that parents can make the right decision or black kids or, or, or whatever can make a decision about themselves, then we not values aligned. And I also just wish you'd say that. I wish you would just say that and stand on it so we can just go ahead and clear this deck and start having a real conversation. Mm, that's why they won't say it. Black and brown parents are smart enough to make this decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some of them, some of them say it, you know, uh, you know, and I want to shout out the Philadelphia uh, community stakeholders, uh, PCS, you know, they, they did a lot of exactly what we've been talking about. Right. That, you know, they they saw a need. They responded to the community. They create they did a call out and create this like ad hoc uh, community and and, you know, working group to design uh uh, learning pods for families who had to get to work and did not have the support. Right. And they, they just say, you know, what, we're going to jump in and do it. And they they raised money. They it was uh, collaborative. There were folks from the district, the city, nonprofits, mm-hmm. community organized. They came together and said, hey, we're going to do this. A church now, you know, uh, Bible Way Baptist Church said, you know what? We have space for you to use and it, and you will make sure that there's enough room and it's taken care of and all of that. And it was just a great example of community. And then the best part about like that was great. But the best part of it is they just published a report and they show that that students were growing. Students were learning. And it was like a fantastic use of time, um, not just like coming together to to, you know, be a daycare. It was actually, you know, uh, produce student outcomes. And that's that's the when you have children, that is the goal. And so it was just great to see community. And that that kind of stuff is happening. We just need more and more of it. I mean, suppose y'all were some of these uh, multi-billion billionaires who just say, you know what, we're going to we're going to start school. Suppose that was suppose that was you all right. Like, OK, this Chicago, you don't want to open up. Suppose there were people from the community that had the funds to actually start schools. Right. And then, of course, we know it's a whole lot of politics and, and you know, they people we have pitchforks and all this kind of stuff and chasing them down. <laughs> we know that. Yeah. And but just like, you know, the other times when things like this happen and what our communities did. You know, mm-hmm. particularly the ones who wanted that space. Um, I think there's, you know, there's a black blueprint that we can learn from um, and continue to to try to build on. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. All right. So, you know, <clears throat> to close us out, man, uh, I don't know if y'all want to go through, want to want to do closing thoughts or whatever. Um, I'm more than open for you guys to be able to do that. I want to make sure that, you know, we. You got it. Whatever I, you want to do. We with you. I'm I'm mindful of y'all's time. Yo, this show right here, uh, for those of you guys that are listening to us now, was like one of the most difficult shows in the history of putting a show together because there were so many moving parts. And um, it was just a lot of things that had to come together in order for this show to kind of flow the way it did. 
So I want to shout out our producer uh, who's in the background that uh, helped me uh, in terms of um, making sure that things flowed uh, the way that they flowed. Um, it's an amazing thing to be able to have a producer to to, to kind of um, help you get through those things so you don't have, you can focus on other things. Um, shout out to all of the folks that are a part of our family now. Um, we are super excited to support your shows um, at, uh, once a month. Um, a schedule will come out soon. Uh, don't take no shots at me. But, uh, but, <laughs> but most importantly, man, my brothers that are on this podcast, I learn from y'all each week. And uh, similar to the community that uh, uh, Mr. Ball was talking about with the AOS, this is the same kind of community for me. I learn from my mistakes every week. I learn from y'all's mistakes. Um, <laughs> uh, but most importantly, I learn from y'all each week. And, and, and I feed all, off of y'all's energy. Um, I appreciate y'all. Oh, good, uh, uh, brother. Are we doing final? Was that final thought? What are we? <laughs> you, so, you so, 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 final, final thoughts starting with Charles. Hey, I, it's all good, brother. I, like I said, I was just waiting for direction. Either way, man. Um, yeah, man. So it's a lot of stuff to be excited about. Um, and, and, and Ray, you putting a lot of work on that, man. So just, just want to let you know I notice it, and, and there is a bunch there. I think just as far as we're talking about with education stuff, man. Like, you know, I, I am just in this space with it, man, where I'm just seeing black kids that I know and love that, that, that are either family or close to my family that are, is, is, is really the wild, wild west out here. And when people say, you know, that we don't have what we can't do and all this stuff, but then they say they love and care about black kids and they're not making it easier for these black kids to actually continue learning and have a space, whether it be at home or in school, that's a problem. And I really hope and pray that we are part of a network that will continue to call that out. And so nobody has to feel alone again. Nobody has to feel like they have to have their voices silent. Nobody has to feel like their job is on the line. Like I want us to be a part of a network that if you got fired for that type of reason, then somebody in this network got something for you. That's how you can show up for each other. And everybody got a role to play. Maybe it's in front of a camera, maybe it's not, but there's a role that everybody can play. And uh, and like Chris said, we, we, we definitely don't need fans. We need family. So That'll be my final thought for the day. That's what's up. Hey, Breezy. Um, excited. I'm excited and full with everything that we are accomplishing as a family together. Um, I say it all the time. What drives me is this idea in my own faith that I believe that every child is born with unsurpassable worth granted to them by a mighty, mighty God. Your arms are too short to box with God. Um, So when I find any situation where children are not thriving or doing well, especially in a country like ours where we have so much, my first question is, what are the adults doing? What do you, the, what, what, who has something to say about it and who is not saying anything about it? Who's being silent? Uh, if I really believe that every child is born with unsurpassable worth, then I really have to care for the ones that are the least of these. And in the United States of America, the most unguarded child is a black child. Uh, a poor black child, to be clear, is the most unguarded child in this country. And globally, a poor black child is the most unguarded globally also. So what do the adults? Adults who are born to them as guardians, that God gives them as ruthless guardians on their behalf. What are they doing? So that's us. What do we have to say about it? What are we going to do about it? 
separately, we'll never get anything done. We have learned that throughout history, divide and conquer, divide and rule, get one group talking about one thing and another group talking about another thing. This, the eight blacks fam, uh, black hands family is one discussion. It's one, one way of seeing the world, which is unsurpassable worth black children. We are ruthless guardians. We are here. And when we started this, they black hands comes from you mess with our kids. You catch these hands. Now you're going to catch auntie hands. You're going to catch, you're going to catch man hands. You're going to catch Greek hands. No, don't, I'm not going to do your Greek thing, right? I'm not going to make you mad, but you're going to catch Greek hands. You're going to catch auntie hands. You're going to catch community hands. You're going to catch some white hands. Uh, and that's the way it should be. So I appreciate all of y'all. I have learned on y'all, but what I have, the thing that I have gotten the most is the empowerment of knowing that I have family, that I have brothers like you that I can count on. Cause I have felt the times of standing alone on these issues and it's not fun. You lose a lot. Sometimes you lose jobs, you lose money, you lose ground. No more of that. So thanks brothers. I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Hey, Reef. Yeah, man. I, you know, I agree with everything that you guys, you know, um, you guys shared. I think it's, you know, it continues to, for me, just to stress, you know, the question that, that uh, you know, that Stewart brings up and, and we've all brought up at different times, but he's really uh, helped to push and, and make it a, a hashtag is like, how are the children that the greeting of the Maasai people? Um you know, how are the children? Right. And I think that's what you see, that common thread, uh, even if they're not talking about education specific, they're talking about the community um, and even even just being able to laugh and enjoy uh, each other's company is also something that folks wanted to snuff out. Like they don't want to see, um, you know, us taking care of each other, us finding levity in situations, us using uh, joy and humor and just, you know, uh, and hope. Right. Because that, that means like I, I, I'm I don't have fear about something, even as I'm facing it, uh, that I can, in, you know, just enjoy, you know, uh, life in different ways. And so, you know, this this idea, you know, that Alice Walker talked about, you know, the most important question is, why are the children crying? I think mm-hmm. these episodes, these these uh, men and women uh, can help not only identify why uh, the children in our communities are crying, but they can help um, soothe our children, protect our children. And, you know, as you just said, Stuart, help uh, guard them. Uh, my my favorite part, and and you know I know Ankrum did this on purpose because he he has he has foresight insight whatever you want to call it and he did this on purpose. The the network has so many dope Philly folks in it, and I you know like it's just, and it was so it was so purposeful because I, I just know that Ankrum was sitting up in you know first he wanted to be New York nasty about it but then he said you know what. In order for this network to be nice, nice, <laughs> like deep, nice, nice, mm-hmm. it needs to it needs to have some 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 Philly flavor. Right. I, I see you, mm-hmm. fam. Good stuff, man. I'm proud. Who's D nice? Who's D nice? He, did, he, did he rap or something? He did. He was down with Karis <laughs> One back in the day. You know what I'm saying? They call me D-Nice. You know what I mean? Uh, but, you know, we are not going to do this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, but did you see, hey, Reese, did you hear the promo? The promo was, uh, the promo was uh, your high school mate. I Jack missed it. Vice Prince, brand new funk. A brand I no, I missed that part. I heard the one part, then it flipped over to our regular joint. But yeah, brand new funk. That's that that's one of my yeah. favorite joints, man. That's a good one. 
All right, whatever. Anyway, you guys, have been you, you guys have been listening to the Eight Black Hands podcast. Episode 100 is next week. I cannot mm-hmm. wait. Hopefully wow. you guys got through this episode and you will feel the way that we are. Um, peace. Peace. You have been listening to the Eight Black Hands podcast with Ankrum, Cole, El Mecki, and Stuart. If you like what you heard, follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at 8BlackHands1. Thank you for listening.